Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance guests. On the Goodyear hotline, including Dan Fouts, the Hall of Famer today. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, Derek Jeter having a big day because every really important thing should happen on a Wednesday. Plus, your outrageous predictions. We're going to be busy. Let's go. Here we go. Go, Only one place to start. The only place I can start this morning is with the delight that was having Dan Orlovsky in our studio for Get Up and Dan is Good Enough to hang out a few extra minutes with me here. I will have a soft spot in my heart for Dan Orlovsky and Marcus Spears um, and Maria Taylor and Laura Rutledge, who were the people when we first started Get Up and we sort of, you know, we were a little sideways and we didn't have it quite right. And a lot of people didn't want to hang out with us and do this show. They showed up every day and wanted to be a part of it, and they are as much a part of the reason why we're doing as well as we are now as we have. And so having Dan in studio today for the first time in close to a year, yeah, that made a difference to me. So it is great to have you back. Well, thank you for those words. You know I love being on your show. It was so awesome to be back. I told you this story. The reason I wanted to come back, I was supposed to be scheduled to be at home. I saw Marcus in studio on Monday, and I texted McConville. I was like, hold up. The big fellow's back. Can I come back in studio? And he was like, absolutely. So it was awesome to be back in today. It is great to have you, despite the fact that Jeff Saturday made fun of your pants um, and the ridiculousness of one of your takes that we will get to. But let's do some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. The, the plan here, what I've been doing at the top of the show here, is a new feature, and we're calling it Greenies Takes. And what happens is Hembo, um, whom obviously you know and everyone who listens to the show knows, his job on Get Up is he will call up people like you the night sure. before the show, and he'll ask you like five or six questions, and we use the answers to those to put together our show in the morning. But I never get to answer them. So generally, I have been answering the questions that you guys get asked, and that's how we open it. So I'm going to do that here. You tell me if I'm getting it right or wrong. Greenies Takes. The first question that Hembo asked you is, how much are the Cowboys going to lose by? Right now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are an eight-point favorite. My overwhelming belief, Dan, is give the points. The Buccaneers were better than the Cowboys if everything was else was equal. Things couldn't be less equal based upon how little, if any, throwing Dak Prescott has done throughout this training camp. He hasn't taken a hit since last October. They're playing without their best offensive lineman and maybe their best player. The Buccaneers are revved up and had a very active preseason. Uh, to me, this feels like a blowout. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. You're right. I have no idea what give the points means. I don't. Uh, yeah, it that's means above my they're brain. going to win by more than Yeah, I think, I think this is a 14-point win or so, which in the NFL is an absolute B-town. I honestly felt before the Zach Martin news, this was a 10-point win for Tampa Bay. I just look at a team that in Dallas, the last time we saw them fully healthy season-wise was 19, they were 8-8. Eight eight. Or go back to last year, they were 8-4. 
Is this a significantly better football team than the one we saw? But you tell me, is it significantly better? Because you know what happens. You see it every single day, and you guys talk about it on NFL Live. I get one person after another in here telling me the Cowboys are going to win the division. They're a legitimate Super Bowl threat all through July and August. Yeah, I don't think it's a significantly better football team. I don't think Micah Parsons makes this an 0-4 team into a 4-0 team, so to speak, to what they were last year. And I look at Tampa Bay, the team that won the Super Bowl, that blew everybody out near the end of the season. They're better. I mean, they are markedly better. Joe, Joe Tryon, if, if Micah Parsons is going to make that big of an impact to the Cowboys team, well, Joe Tryon, their first-round pick out of Washington, who's been dominant, is going to make that big of an impact to their defense as well. So that's kind of a wash, essentially. So I think the Cowboys are going to be better than the 0-4 team that we saw last year. But they are so dependent on so much unproven youth on their defense. If they go from 32nd to 20th, that's a, that is a huge jump. Right. I just don't think it makes them a... 10-11 win football team. All right, we will see about that one. The next question that Hembo asked was, what chance do you give Tampa Bay to go undefeated? And they are the FBI favorite. I, I, Hembo put this note in here in 16 of 17 games. Which one are they not? Is it at the Rams? Yes. Is that, that's the one at the Rams is the one game they're not favored. I'll say this. I give them a chance. How, what chance you give them is tough to say. I, in the NFL, where there are so many variables, you can't say they have a 50% chance. But just having like a 2% chance is a very big deal. And here's how I look at it, Danny. Tom Brady has accomplished everything you could ever imagine in football but one thing. And he was so close. And they lose by one crazy, fluky, freaky play when David Tyree catches a ball that stick to his helmet. And otherwise, they have a perfect season. Brady himself said he would trade two of his rings for that. Right. So... I think if they get themselves in any semblance of a position, I think they go full steam ahead for it. You're right. And I think Tom Brady's one of those rare, rare people that does not want to live with any form of regret. He hasn't up until this point, at least football-wise. And I can't imagine him sitting there going, we had this team that could. It's important for everybody at home to realize this is not a conversation realistically for teams that are even capable of doing it. The Buccaneers, talent-wise, are capable of doing it. And so you're, you're talking about a guy that again, to your point, has the one thing that he hasn't done. And I said this this morning, if they get past week three and week four, so the week three on the road uh, against the Rams and then week four on the road against New England, they get past that, it becomes a very real conversation because the two games left that would be potential realistic hiccups are the Washington football team and I think week 11 and week 14 against Buffalo. other, Other than that, every game they will be a significant favorite in. If they stay healthy like they did last year, there is not a single team on their schedule that I don't go into the game going, the Buccaneers are better than. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Next one, and uh, tread lightly here because, you know, this one is emotional for me. The question is, who's going to play better, Zach Wilson or Sam Darnold on Sunday? The Panthers are a a five-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. I'm calling it the Sam Darnold Super Bowl. I can't imagine any player this season. Maybe Brady going back to Foxborough will be the only player that wants a game as badly as Darnold wants to show the Jets and everyone that he was given no chance by them. Now, I'm going to say Zach Wilson because, to me, it doesn't matter what the question is. I'm now going to say Zach Wilson. (laughs) But the reality is, what do you expect from Darnold against the Jets? Yeah, I think Sam's going to throw for over 300 yards and have an awesome game. It's not just Sam Darnold wants to do it. It's the organization that took Sam Darnold and bet on him to be what everyone thought he could potentially be coming out of – they want to do it as well. Matt Rule and Joe Brady, their offensive coordinator and head coach, want to do it as well. And the Jets' defense is still devoid of talent. 275 yards a game they gave up in the air last year. you got to have four – 
skill position players on offense in the NFL to be a good one. They've got DJ Moore, who I believe is a one. Robbie Anderson, who's a very, very, very good two. Terrace Marshall Jr. out of LSU. If he's healthy, he's going to be fantastic in CMC. Those are your four. And I just believe that Sam Darnold is going to be hyper-focused for this game, personal for this game, but also just good. He's a, I think Sam has a very good season. It's going to be something that um, they're going to be able to take advantage of a lot with the secondary in New York. I think he plays better than Zach. So, so the thing on Darnold to me, it, it's much like Stafford, who, who you are very close to. For those who don't know, Dan played uh, in Detroit for many years, backed up Stafford so many years. I know how close you and he are. And I've been saying all along, we're going to find out the truth about Stafford. Is he a good quarterback who couldn't elevate a bad franchise? Or is he a great quarterback and no one could have elevated that franchise? We're right. going to find out. Yeah, That's going to be the same thing with Sam. Is he a good player who couldn't elevate the nonsense mm-hmm. that was around him? Or is he a potentially great player and no one could have elevated that? I actually believe the latter is true. And I feel like you have felt that way all along as well. Absolutely. And I've remained steadfast in it. And I haven't buckled from it. And I think the... When you look at the young quarterbacks in the NFL, no matter where they're drafted or when they come in, are they supported by the organization, both protection and talent-wise around them? Those, both of those answers are no for the Jets. And then what was the scheme something that was going to take his talent to where it should be? Again, that's a no. So you could talk about 0 for 3. And so Stafford had some moments in Detroit where the answer to one of those three questions was yes. Never all three. And I think Sam, when it comes to Carolina, he has – Two out of those three, yes. Scheme and skill position-wise. The offensive line's still not as capable or what you want in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, th- I think that Sam Darnold starts to have that midseason three years ago Ryan Tannehill experience that in Tennessee, Dad, where all of a sudden Tannehill got to play, and you're like, wait, he's not as bad as everyone pe- pegged him out to be. And I think that we see the Sam Darnold that was the third pick. Greedy and Orlovsky with me in my studio. One more quickly. The question came up, what happens – if Dalton is awful or gets hurt right away, and, and this was to lead into my whole thing about Nick Foles, let's just put that aside. For the purposes of this discussion, Yes. how do you feel about the way the Fields thing is being handled and how should, if you were, like, what, what is your big picture take right now on the Justin Fields situation? My big Chicago? picture take is that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, their head coach and general manager, must have gotten assurances from ownership that they would be there in 2022, no matter what. Because there's no way that they proceed f- forward with such patience and peace about the situation if their jobs were truly on the line because you would always then lean on the player whether it's right wrong or different fair you would always lean on okay this guy just gives us more of a chance to strike gold and that's what they need to do coming off of the the reality of what their offense has been the last three years and the the chance of both the general manager and head coach having a second quarterback to one hand pick and to develop that, that just doesn't happen in the NFL. For them to have such patience and peace with Justin makes me think that they've been given assurance by ownership. You guys are going to be here in 22. Don't feel the need to rush this young player on the field. One final thought, and again, uh, Dan's uh, touchdown, his, um, his breakdowns of quarterback play, in my opinion, are the best that we have. His football analysis is outstanding. Your food analysis, however, constantly boggles my mind. Uh, how in the world can you say that oatmeal raisin cookies are superior to chocolate chip cookies? Texture and taste. Uh, the, the chocolate chip cookie is completely dependent on the chocolate chip. I think milk chocolate is gross. Dark chocolate is better. And when was the last time you had a chocolate chip cookie? You are like, man, this is amazing. They just, they're, they're basically Yesterday? Can we get rid of this guy? Yeah, seriously. I mean, it's such, a, it's such an outrageous take. Uh, you, you know the when was the last time, time you had a chocolate chip cookie that was, what, get rid of this guy? Do you know the only time, yeah, Bubba's disgusted by you. Do you know the only time 
I ever eat an oatmeal raisin cookie is when I pick it up thinking it's a chocolate chip cookie, and then you bite in accidentally because they kind of look a little alike, and you're like, wait, what is this? <laughs> and then you're like, I'm so happy I made that mistake. Chocolate chip cookies become great cookies when you dip them in milk. Oatmeal ra- raisin cookies are great cookies when they stand alone. Listen, stick to football. You know a lot about that. Uh, you are the best. Thank you. It is a wonderful to have you back here it's in studio. We'll do it again soon. Dan Orlovsky, who will be in my studio every Monday on Get Up Through the Season, and we'll do plenty of this here. But coming up next, early calls today. The pressure is on you. Here's what I'm asking for. I want, this is what I'm asking the, the callers for today, Danny. The most outrageous sounding prediction that you have that you actually believe is going to come true. Which is to say, I want like a super hot take about something you think mm. is going to happen this year. But don't just make up something nonsensical. Something you genuinely believe is going to happen. The number is 888-SAY-ESPN. Call in right now. Give me your hottest take that you actually believe is going to come true. The calls are coming up next. And this reminder that airlines, restaurants, and more have been ramping up their hiring. Who do they turn to? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates for your job, and you can easily invite your top choices to apply. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Your calls are next on ESPN Radio. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com slash greenberg and use code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com slash greenberg code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply greenie the podcast I am Greeny. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Don't miss Dan Fouts later this morning on the Goodyear Hotline. And before we come to your calls here, looking for your most outrageous hot take predictions that you genuinely believe. I want to read a great text I got from our friend, Mr. Chris Carlin, who you hear here regularly. uh, And is just one of my, my favorite people and one of the best broadcasters we have. He was listening to the Orlovsky conversation as I bring Hembo in here today. And he texted me, how am I ever supposed to trust a take on anything that Orlovsky ever says again (laughs) after that disastrous chocolate chip cookie opinion? 
Here's how I know it's superior. I've never had a bad chocolate chip cookie in my life, and neither has anyone. Oatmeal raisin, get that out of here. Show yourself the door, son. Now, here's what I will say. I've known Carlin a long time. If I want football takes, I go to Dan Orlovsky. Mm. If I want food takes, I go to Chris Carlin. Yeah, that's fair to say. I, he brings up an interesting point, too. Like, he's saying that that is, a, that is a disqualifying opinion, right? Like, if you believe that, you can't believe anything else that person says. Or, do you subscribe to that? Well, theory? I will not disqualify his football opinions. No. He knows a lot about football. I would disqualify anything he thinks about food <laughs> okay. ever again. Forevermore. Ever again. <laughs> Like on the show Dave, which I love, uh, Lil Dicky is the star, and his father, he asks his father what his favorite color is, and his father says, tan. And it's just a hilarious answer. And I thought, I would discount the opinion of anyone, that person's opinion on anything that has to do with color, if your favorite color is tan. So, and much in that way, if you believe that the oatmeal raisin is the superior cookie to the chocolate chip, then I have no use for any other food opinion you might ever It's a disqualifier. All right, we're coming, we to, coming to the phones here. Uh, and a reminder from Straight Talk Wireless that 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore. Because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month and no contract. Get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required, actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Okay, so here's the subject of the early calls today at 888-SAY-ESPN. I think, Hembo, this was actually your idea earlier uh, when we were going through some ideas for the week. You said to me, how about if we ask people for the most outrageous prediction for the 2021 NFL season. But here's what I've added to it. It's got to be something you believe to be true. There's no point in just calling me up and saying the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to, the Houston Texans are going to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) That is obviously an outrageous take, but you don't really believe that to be true. David Culley doesn't really believe that to be true, and he's the coach of the Houston Texans. So give me what would sound to most like an outrageous take that you genuinely believe. And to sort of set the table before the calls, I asked every member of the hashtag crew to give me one. Hembo, give me an outrageous prediction you believe will t- come true. I think that Jalen Hurts, the quarterback of my beloved Philadelphia Eagles, Greeny, will finish as a top five quarterback in fantasy. Today is the most popular day to draft your fantasy team. Right. You see that all across the country today. Jalen Hurts is going to rank among the top five quarterbacks in fantasy football. I, I think that's actually a, a, a very reasonable prediction to make based on how, how many times they figure to be behind, so they figure to be trying to score late in games. Mm-hmm. He obviously does it with his legs as well as his arm. Um, the, the real question is, does he keep the job the entirety of the season? But I think that is a good pick. Nuno, my beloved producer on this program, Nuno, give me an outrageous but true NFL prediction. So I'll stay in the NFC East. Three out of the four teams in the NFC East will have different starting QBs by the end of the season. Oh, Hold everything. So you're going to tell me those teams are the Giants, Mm -hmm. the Washington football Mm -hmm. team. Those are the easy ones. And Gardner Minshew, baby. And Gardner Minshew in Philadelphia. See, here's what everyone must know if you're new to the program. No, and it's not a shot. It's not a shot at Hembo. I got those coming later. It's not a shot at Hembo, (laughs) but it is a shot at Philadelphia. Nuno is that you just hate Philadelphia sports teams and you are going to take a shot anywhere you can. No, I just think Jalen Hurts isn't that good. Who's the Giants quarterback going to be? 
Who are they benching Daniel Jones for? It's you probably at the end of the, at the, end of the day. <laughs> I like it. All right, Bubba, and many may not know this, but Bubba, for a very long period of time before his successful career in broadcasting, actually did work as a clairvoyant uh, he, he, because he has the quality of ESP, uh, and so he does see the future ahead of time. So give me an outrageous yeah. prediction, Bubba, Easy. that you genuinely believe to be true. So I was thinking, I mean, Amari 1,000 yards, CD 1,000 uh-huh. yards, Gallup 1,000 yards, but I'm not going to stop there because that's too easy. Zeke will run for 1,000 yards, but then he'll also catch for 500 yards. Wow. But we're not going to stop there because I was watching <laughs> Get Up this morning, and that clown Orlovsky was listing his top five offenses. But that guy, he's got one foot out the door to UConn head coach, so he doesn't even know what he's talking about. I'm going right now, Cowboys, with all the things I just listed, are going to have the number one offense in the NFL. Oh! Okay. I like that as a take. Okay. That's good. I don't agree with it at all, but I love it as a take. It satisfies the 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 the, the terms of the arrangement. I like it. All right, Devin, you're last up here from the hashtag crew. Give me an outrageous but true hot take. Aaron Rodgers will will throw at least fifty six touchdowns and set the single season touchdown okay. pass record. I like it. I do like it. I, you know, we've had I had huh. I had Tim Hasselbeck and Orlovsky telling me today they think Mahomes could make a run at that record. They think Brady could make a run at that record. And Devin says Rodgers could make a run at that record. Look, it's a 17-game season. Expect some records to fall this year. I like it. All right, those are excellent calls. And now it is time for you and your calls to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. All right, uh, Bubba, who is our first caller? All right, we're going to start with Alan, and we're not convinced he really believes this, but let's see. Well, let's Alan. see. Alan, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Give me an outrageous but true NFL prediction. All right. My prediction is uh, Dan's boy, Kirk Cousins, will win MVP and will lead the league in touchdown passes. Okay. I- I'm with you on this, Bubba. Why do you genuinely believe that, Alan, or are you just trying to – are you an insane fan of the Vikings? I'm a hardcore Vikings fan, but they have two of the top 15 receivers in the league. They also have Dalvin Cook, who would be a top three running back, pass catching and running. So mm-hmm. I think if the offensive line stays healthy, I think he's got a chance. He's got he's definitely got the weapons, in my opinion. Okay, you know what? I'm going to give him that. I'm going to say he does genuinely believe it, and I love it, Alan. I don't have to agree with it, but I love it. We're looking for outrageous predictions today, and that one fits the bill. And by the way. You could get 60 to 1 odds right now on Kirk Cousins to win MVP. So if you really feel that way, that might be one you want to consider taking to the bank. Bubba, who's next? All right, let's go to Corey. Corey, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Give me an outrageous but true NFL prediction. Yeah, I think that Christian McCaffrey is going to have 2,600 total yards from scrimmage, 1,500 rushing, 1,100 receiving. I, I, you know what? I don't have a lot of reason to argue with that. Hembo, real quick, do you know what what is the record for most yards from scrimmage in a season? The record is 2,509 yards. That was Chris Johnson in 2009. So th- thus the prediction. Mm-hmm. I like exactly where Corey went with that. He went to the number that becomes the new record. I really like it. Corey, that is an excellent call. I'm giving you the thumbs up on that one. Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have Rich. All right, Rich, give me an outrageous but true NFL prediction. Uh, I think Patriots, uh, everybody's sleeping on the Patriots. I think we uh, we go to the Super Bowl, and uh, Mac Jones is named uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. 
All right, well, listen, Rich, here's what I'll say. I'm not sure who's sleeping on the Patriots. I, I, if you listen to this show, you know I've picked them to win the division and win a playoff game. Half the world is picking Mac Jones to be the rookie of the year, maybe not the MVP of the Super Bowl. I don't think it's that outrageous. I think the Patriots are going to be really, really good. They have the best coach and best coaching. I think they will start good, and I think that they will, by the end of the season, be one of the three or four best teams in the NFL. Because that's what Belichick's teams do. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Let's go to Chuck. Chuck, give me an, out, uh, an outrageous but true NFL take. Chuck. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Okay. Now, I'm not sure. Do you really believe that one? I, 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 am, I haven't been on record as saying the Steelers are being undersold and undervalued. But if there is one thing that they have a major question mark, it is at that on the offensive line, and that is the worst possible place to be weak, right? That, at the end of the day, that's the worst place to be weak. I think that Ben and Najee Harris and those weapons and that coaching staff and that defense, they can overcome it enough to have a respectable season and make a run for a playoff spot. Win the Super Bowl, I think that would be one of the greatest coaching jobs that I could, I could ever remember happening. The Steelers are 40-1, to 1, by the way, to win the Super Bowl. All right, Bubba, give me one. I want to do more of these. Maybe tomorrow we'll do this again because this is really a good feature here. Give me one more, Bubs. All right, one more. We got uh, Ellie. All right, Ellie, you're on ESPN Radio. Give me an outrageous but true NFL prediction. Hi, Greeny. Hi. I'm a longtime listener. Thank you. Uh, the Redskins. I'm sorry, the Washington team. Mm-hmm. Why? Because since my father passed away, I've gotten to see the Caps win. I've gotten to see the Nats win. And I've gotten to see the Mystics win. I mean, the Wizards, we can't give. So I know this year he's giving me this. I know. It's going to be. You, you called it, and I always believe in you, so I think it's going to be the Redskins. I mean, the, 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 the Washington the team. The Washington football and team. by the way. Yeah. I have a better take. Go. It's not chocolate chip cookies. It's not raisin. It's oatmeal chocolate chip. Been married for 30 years. I'm telling you, best cookie ever. Okay. Well, that one I'm willing to try. I'm not a huge fan of the oatmeal in the cookie, but I think what really ruins that cookie for me is the raisin. Mm. So I'm much more willing to give that a try. I really love that take. And, Ellie, I'll tell you a story. Thank you very much for calling. Thank you, everybody, for calling. Outstanding calls today. And I want to do that again. Nuno, make a note. Let's do that again tomorrow. That was excellent with the season beginning tomorrow. Um, When my dad died in January of 2016, later that year we were in Vegas. Uh, That was the year Mike and I went into the the NAB Hall of Fame, and the, the ceremony was in Vegas. So we're in Vegas, and I went into a sports book, and I thought to myself, if I know my dad, he's up there somewhere pulling some strings. I put $100 on the Jets to win the Super Bowl. Look up the Jets season in 2016. <laughs> These things don't always work the way you want them to. I'm telling you right now. I love the call. I love the thought, Ellie. I'm rooting for you. I'm hoping that your dad is pulling those strings. Look up the Jets season in 2016. They went 5-11, and and Ryan Fitzpatrick was their leading passer. Yes, yeah, so um, that didn't exactly go mm-hmm. the way I kind of hoped that it would. One way or another, a good, fun, excellent calls. I really appreciate those as all ways and we'll do some more of it as we go you know some things have been low on our to-do list but life insurance can no longer be one of them if you're like me with a wife and kids you need to protect them you need select quote select quote has been helping families for over 35 years get your free quote at selectquote.com that's selectquote.com i need you to listen carefully i just want you to know all right so there's something i just want you to know and that is that hembo has a question and i think it is safe to say 
that every married person listening to this conversation will know the answer, but I'm going to allow you to ask it so that I can be, I can play this role for you here. I consider myself, I'm, a, I'm a much older than you are. I, I can offer you some advice in the ways of life. Mm. So go ahead. What is the, the quandary you find yourself in? So my wife and I celebrate our second wedding anniversary next week. Congratulations. Thank, That's lovely. Thank you very much. We're doing great. And we, we have uh, made a reservation at one of our favorite Greek restaurants nearby. So that's what we're doing that night. We had, I don't know exactly remember how we came to this discussion, but she essentially said, we don't need to exchange gifts for each other. The, the dinner is good enough. And so, Greeny, my question for you is twofold. One, is really good enough the sort of the bar that I'm aiming to clear here? And two, does she actually mean what she say? Does she actually mean she does not want a gift and that the dinner is just good enough? Okay, I'm so glad you've asked this. Gather round, one and all. Rich is laughing in the corner of the room. How long are you married, Rich? Five years. Okay, that's not as much as I thought it was going to be, but <laughs> Brandon, how about you? 17 years. I was married 24 years Monday. So gather round. I know the answer to this question, okay? When someone says to you, I do not want you to give me a gift. If your wife says to you, I do not want you to give me a gift, you do not need to give me a gift for our anniversary, <coughs> what she's actually saying is she wants you to give her a gift for your anniversary, and she wants to have said you didn't need to. Okay? okay? Those two things, that is a certainty. No, no, hold on. I'm, I'm just beginning to dive into the psychology of this, okay? Mm. Because here's what happens. You get, this is the ideal opportunity. What you have done is you have shown you're willing to go above and beyond. So what has been asked of you is, no, dinner is good enough. And your instinct was correct. Is good enough really the bar I'm looking to climb here? No, it's not. You are searching out much higher ground than good enough. You need to be great. You need to be spectacular. Because what I guarantee you will happen, no matter how this turns out, is she'll be in a conversation with someone else the following day. And if you've not given her a gift, what she will say is, someone will say to her, oh, what did Paul, or did, they, did, did her friends call you Hembo? No. Okay. <laughs> well, That's strictly a corporate nickname. What did Paul give you for your anniversary? And she'll say, um, nothing. I told him he didn't have to give me a gift. And that person's response will be, oh. That O oh, is a sound you never want to cause. Oh, God. That's not the sound you want. Mm. So here's what she's saying. When she says, you don't have to give me a gift, what she means is, I want you to give me a gift, and I want it to have been exclusively your idea. That is that exactly. Is there anyone? We don't have any other married people on this show, right? Nuno, you're not married. Bubba, you're not married. Devin, are you married? How old are you even? I'm not. I'm 30 years old. You're 30 years old. I mean, okay. But I think we all can agree that you're giving him the right advice. Is the right can advice. I ask an obvious follow-up question here? Yes, of if course. If that's what she actually thinks, is that, if that's what she actually wants, uh -huh. why not just say so? Say so. <laughs> say so, babe. Oh, you're adorable. Oh, you're so cute. Uh, this is so adorable. So what you're suggesting to me mm -hmm. is that you believe the rest of your life is going to consist of being told exactly what it is she wants in every circumstance? That was my hope. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'd like to disabuse you of that notion. Um, that is not an expectation that I would hang on to. And this is true. I, I mean this to be 100% true in all relationships. It works equally in every possible direction. But let me ask you a question. 
Have you ever wanted one thing and said another for any number of reasons that maybe even at times you yourself did not fully understand? Probably so. That's what's going on here. Mm. All right, so Grasshopper, just step on by. Mm -hmm. Here's what you need to do. You need to, A, buy her a gift for your anniversary, and B, the next time she tells you she doesn't want something, check with me. Okay. Just check with me on that. Okay, so we're doing this again. We're, oh, I think we're doing this daily. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> okay? next thing I have to figure out I what think gift we're doing I'm this buying. daily. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. You ever buy any like, article of clothing that she didn't particularly like, but you kind of really liked it, so you bought it anyway? Yes. Stop doing that. Okay. Stop doing that. Big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. And here's why. Here's what's going to happen. Mm. It's going to be time to go out for the evening, and you're going to come out of wherever it is that you get dressed, and you're going to be wearing that shirt, and she's going to say, Oh, you're wearing that. And you know what you're going to do? You're going to go back in the other place. You're going to change that shirt, and you're never going to wear it again. <laughs> so save the money, the time, and the energy. If she says, you know, I don't really like that, don't buy it in the first place. These are just easy lessons, right? I mean, these are, this is just life, and I'm so glad to be able to impart this wisdom mm. upon you. But one way or another... Uh, We'll talk during the break about what you're getting her for a gift for your second wedding anniversary because there are rules that surround that as well. Uh, We will do, because every really important thing in life happens on a Wednesday, we will talk about what is actually the most momentous occasion of the day in sports coming up in just a moment after this word from ZipRecruiter. How great is it when you get to choose your favorite movie to watch? Well, ZipRecruiter's Invite to Apply lets you pick your favorites from the best candidates. ZipRecruiter lets you send qualified candidates, and you can... No, excuse me, let me say that again. ZipRecruiter sends you qualified candidates, and then you can easily invite your top choices to apply for your job. Take it from Lauren Webb. She's the SVP of Talent Acquisition for Mindula Health. She raves about ZipRecruiter's Invite to Apply. She says she loves the feature because they have a much higher follow-through rate when they invite candidates. Go to ZipRecruiter.com. Spell out my name, uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny, to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Greeny, the podcast. 
Oh, yeah. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. I'm ready to go right now. Light with Greeny. Uh, let's make one thing perfectly clear as I give you the green light, Hembo. Um, this is how poor a job, I believe, has been done in making sure the whole world knows what's going on today. That I woke up this morning to a text from Nuno saying, we got to make sure we set aside some time to talk about Derek Jeter today. And my response was, why? He's going into the Hall of Fame today. Because everything in life that really matters happens on a Wednesday. Now, I understand they postponed the ceremony the way they normally do it because they want to be able to have fans there in Cooperstown. I'm willing to give anyone any kind of benefit of the doubt during a pandemic for things having to get a little sideways. But when Derek Jeter, who is, I think, one of the most beloved players Mm. in any sport in America in the last generation, right? I mean... No question. Is he still the most popular player in baseball? He is still the most popular baseball player. And and he's been retired how long? Well, five years. Well, six years because he had... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, long enough that that he's going into the Hall of Fame today. I feel like this should should be getting more fanfare. But one way or another, Derek Jeter who um, exemplified, in my view, um, more things about what it is to be a professional and to be the, the, the consummate professional and leader in sports than almost anyone I can think of, um, goes into the Hall of Fame today. Yeah, I, I think the, the point we're driving home here, too, is that Hall of Fame weekend, traditionally in the summer, obviously in years that are not affected by COVID, is one of the top two or three highlights of the baseball calendar. You right. get 50,000 fans there packing the, you know, the, the field and just th- obviously throngs of Hall of Famers that come back. So in some sense, you are disappointed that they're not going to have that same kind of treatment this year. And also that it happening midweek as the NFL season is starting tomorrow, that it's not getting the, the attention that it deserves. But my relationship with Derek Jeter is a very complicated one because I grew up not a Yankees fan. I grew up in Philadelphia. And so and like in the late 90s when I really became a fan, he was sort of a villain to me and all of my friends and all of, you know, that was who he was. And then as I grew older and you know, begun working at ESPN, I sort of came along. I sort of got soft. I, I sort of went away from this like Derek Jeter is terribly overrated sort of standpoint where I came from based upon all the numbers to like, there is a reason why this guy is adored and respected by every person that he comes across. Both those things can be true, which is to say um, there are people who will tell you that Derek Jeter is on the short list of the greatest players in Yankee history. And the answer to that is that's not true. That, that's not true. Derek Jeter, as a player, is not on the level of Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle. He's not. But that's not what makes him mm. special. Now, I covered Jordan, and I'm telling you, Jeter— the, the Jeter had a ton of Jordan-esque mm. qualities. They're good friends. And I remember seeing them once together. We were on, a, in a, on an island in the, in, the, in the Caribbean. I forget where we were that year. But for whatever reason, they sort of close off this area of the pool and restaurant where we were sitting and in walk Derek Jeter and Michael Jordan together. <laughs> that was quite the scene. <laughs> and you should have seen the reaction of the people going crazy around them. But I think it was then that I first got that thought. The leadership... The mental toughness, the, um, the character, the professionalism, all those things. I, I think that Jeter had as many Jordan-like qualities mm. in that regard as any player that I'm aware of. Now, 
Jordan added to that being maybe as talented as any player that ever lived. And Jeter wasn't that. Jeter was a very, very good player who was impossibly clutch. He, because of the teams he played on, he had countless opportunities to come up huge in big moments and seemingly always did. That's the thing about Jeter. He, anyone could have made that play against Oakland and whatever year that is now. Nine, what year was that? 2001. One, 2001. Whatever year it is. Anyone could have made that play, but only he did. Only he ever has. Only he did. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and only he would. Like anyone might have done that, but he did. Only yeah. he did that. Anyone might have hit a home run in the World Series in November. Anyone might have hit a grand slam for their 3,000th hit. Anyone <laughs> might have done a lot of things Derek Jeter did, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. He always did, and he did it wearing the most storied uniform and cap in the sport, in any American sport. So I, I, I absolutely support Jeter's place in the pantheon of players in American history, despite the fact that very, very specifically, if you wanted to point out flaws in his play, you could do it. Yeah, you definitely could. And I think the, the conflation is he was not the greatest player of his generation, and he was not the greatest shortstop ever. But who would, who would not have exchanged their career for his. Mm-hmm. Th- there are two different things, right? I mean, in the, during his span as, on the Yankees, their average record was 96 and 66. He's the only player to ever play 20 years without a losing season. All that winning he did, all those moments that he had, those are two different things. I guarantee you he would not exchange his career for anyone in the history of baseball. No, and I think a lot of people who had greater careers would easily exchange theirs for That's his. totally true, too. That's the point. So congratulations, Derek. You richly deserve this. I would like to have seen it with a bit more of the traditional fanfare because you unquestionably deserve that and a whole lot more. So congratulations to Derek Cheater. All right, we will take a short break. A lot more to come. Dan Fouts in our next hour. Stay close. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Anscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.